Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Once again, this is your sister, your friend, your your, your uh, evangelist. I am here. Hallelujah. Thanking God for another day that he has blessed us with. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. Listen, I want you to post, share. I want you to turn on your notifications for this broadcast. I want you to listen consistently. Hallelujah. Because God has something to say to you. Listen, last time we talked, we were talking about obedience. And this will be part three of obedience. But before we go into the message, we want to continue on praying for those who are sick and afflicted in their bodies. We want to continue on praying for the nation as a whole. Let's continue on praying for our president. Let's continue on praying for those who are on the front line, caretakers, doctors, nurses, all those who are in authorities. Let's continue on praying uh, for the police department. Let's continue on praying for those who are going through trials and tribulations. Let's continue on praying for those who haven't submitted their will to God's will. Let's continue on praying for our youth. Let us go into a moment of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. God, we praise you. We give you honor. We give you glory. Father, before we ask you for anything, God, we just want to say thank you. Lord, we thank you for this day that we never seen, God. We thank you that we will never see it again. But God, we thank you for the air that blows across our face. God, we're so blessed, Father, because you blessed us, Lord. You gave us this day, God, and we thank you. We appreciate you for your goodness and your mercy, Lord. We thank you for the activities of our limbs, Lord. Father, we thank you for food, clothes, and shelter. We take it not for granted, but we appreciate you, God. And Father, even on today, we ask you to move in a mighty special way. God, somebody need a miracle even on today. God, somebody don't know what direction to go. Father, they're not leaning to their own understanding, but God, they're asking you for wisdom and direction. Lord, touch in the name of Jesus. Lord, even those who are going through trials and tribulations, Lord, comfort in the midst of the storm, even those who lost their loved ones. Lord, Father, you know how to do all things but fail. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you restore joy, peace in the Holy Ghost. Lord, we're praying for the nation as a whole, Lord. Those who are battling COVID-19, those who are battling diabetes and cancer. Father, you did not give us the spirit of fear, but God, you gave us power, love, and a sound mind. You didn't give us sickness or disease, but in your word, you said we are healed by every strike. Lord, we're believing you for our healing even on today. Father, we're praying for those who are standing on the front line, who's going in a bad situation, but believing for the impossible. God, we pray that you cover them in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood even now. Cover, Father, as they go forth in your name. God, we're praying even for the president that you deal with his heart and mind. Father, give him a heart of repentance to lead this country. Give him wisdom and knowledge. Lord, as I go in to speak your word, Lord, Lord, Father, I decrease as you increase. You get the honor. You get the glory. We decree and declare your word is so. We plead the blood. We come against any demonic forces that would try to come against this word. We curse it at the very root and we bind it in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you and we praise you and we speak it in that mighty, that matchless name in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I am excited, podcast. I'm excited, Apple. I am excited, Spotify. You too. I am excited because the best is still yet to come. Yes, despite of what you're going through, 
it's going to get better. Hallelujah. You decree and declare I'm better already. I'm healed already. I'm set free already. Hallelujah. Because see, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But listen, Jesus said that he came, that he might, that you might have life, life more abundant. And that might is there because I found out everybody don't want life. Uh huh. Everybody don't want everlasting life. Hallelujah. I just thank God for his goodness. I thank God for giving his only begotten son to die on the cross when I was yet in my situation. Hallelujah. When you was yet in your situation. So we're going to continue on talking about obedience. And when I get into the word of God, I get excited. Hallelujah. Because it's life. Hallelujah. When you look in the word of God, you can find peace. Hallelujah. You can find joy and safety when everything else around you is falling. God's word is consistent. God is consistent. The Bible said he's the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. And so listen, honoring to be obedient, you first have to submit. We have to go back to the original intent of God's heart for God's people. We have to go back to the original intent of God's word. He wants all mankind to be saved. You need to know the plan of salvation. Listen, you won't even understand what I'm saying. It would sound like foreign language when I say obedience if you're not saved. Hallelujah. You need to be saved on today. Now, when I say saved, I'm talking about saved and set free, separate from sin. Hallelujah. The Bible said we are in the world, but we're not of the world. Hallelujah. So you have to be separate from this world, separate from the things of this world. You need to be saved. That is the plan of salvation. Listen, we're going to start in the book of John chapter 3. And for the sake of time, we're going to paraphrase. In the first verse, it says that Nicodemus had came to Jesus at night. This was a rabbi, a teacher of the Jews. This was a teacher of the Pharisees. And uh, Jesus would say a lot of things that people didn't understand, and they would scratch their head because they couldn't understand what he was saying. They never seen a man walk in the type of authority and power that he walked in. They couldn't understand it. They was under the Molech laws, the Israelites, and they was under the Molech law, so they didn't understand this. And so Nicodemus had came to Jesus at night. He didn't want anyone to know that he was going to the man, hallelujah, who had the plan, hallelujah. He went to the man and he said, Jesus, we know that you are from God because no one knows what you know. How can you be born again? And Jesus said, verily, verily, Nicodemus, you is a man of the scribe. You are a teacher. You are a rabbi. You don't know this. He said, you must be born of the water and of the spirit. Nicodemus said, well, how now that I'm old, how can I go back in the womb? And and see, I need to put a pen here because the spirit and the natural is contrary to each other. You cannot understand the things of the spirit. Neither the flesh cannot understand the things of the spirit. So he couldn't understand this. And Jesus said, listen, you must be baptized by the water and of the spirit. Hallelujah. You got to have the spirit of God. Hallelujah. You must go down and that dirty grave in that water. You must be uh, emerged with water. Hallelujah. Not sprinkled. 
hallelujah, but you need to be emerged in water for the remission of sin, not not for the body, not just to wash your body, but you're washing your sins away. When you go down in that grave, you go down as that old man. But when you rise up, you're supposed to rise up as new. Hallelujah. So you need the water. Well, it's the spirit of God. That is the Holy Ghost. Some people call it the Holy Spirit. Some people call it the Holy Ghost, but it is the spirit of God. We're going to go over to Romans 8 now, and the Bible said, the spirit and the flesh is is contrary. Neither can it please God. The flesh cannot please God. Hallelujah. But the spirit can only please God. The Bible said, if you're not in the flesh anymore, you're walking in the spirit. You should not um, have the desires of uh, you know fleshly things. And he said, those who do not have my spirit is not of me. So listen, it, it's more than just giving your hand to the pastor when you walk up to the altar. It's more than that. Yes, you got to confess with your mouth. You're confessing and you're believing in your heart, but it doesn't stop there. Hallelujah. I know what Romans 10 and 9 says. It said, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, you shall be saved. That is true. However, that doesn't stop. That's just part of the plan of salvation. Hallelujah. You have to go beyond just confession and belief. But belief is an action word. That means you have to start bearing fruit of your confession. Hallelujah. If you don't have the spirit of God, you are not of God. Listen, we're going to go over to Acts now, chapter 19. And at this time, Paul was going through different uh, places, uh, witnessing and telling um, unbelievers and different ones, the, the Jews, about the salvation. And so he went to Costa Rica and he got to talking to some gentlemen and he asked the young man, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Now, this young man said, I never heard of a Holy Ghost. He said, well, wh- how was you baptized? He said, we was baptized by the repentance of Baptist, of um, the the baptism of repentance by John the Baptist. Hallelujah. But Paul said, you need the Holy Ghost. The Bible said he went on to lay hands on the young man and he spoke as the spirit gave utterance. That means he spoke in tongues. The Holy, Co- the Holy Ghost comes with evidence. So he spoke in tongues as the spirit man, as God gave him utterance. Now, mind you, some people never heard of the Holy Ghost. Some people never heard of Jesus. Some people never heard of, of the salvation of being saved and separated from sin. Everybody haven't heard it yet. Hallelujah. So this young man did not hear it, but he said, you must be baptized of the spirit. Hallelujah. So we're going to go over to Acts uh, chapter two, and we're going to start at the first verse. And it said on this particular day, the Pentecost, day. Hallelujah. The, 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 the day that they received the Holy Ghost, they was all in one room. And as a Russian mighty wind, you know, when it's like the other day, Monday, it was really windy outside. And I mean, things was flying and things was shaking because it was a force. That's how it was when they was in the upper room. A Russian mighty wind came in and clothes of tongues had set on them and they start speaking 
in tongues under the unction of God. And and they said, hold on, how do we hear these men speaking in tongues? And and they're they're all different race. They was uh, 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 parakeets and all different races, and they heard them all in their own language. Now we're going to drop down to uh, let's go down to verse. 20 and 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 peter said at this time because they said what is this these men are drunk and that's when peter uh stood up and he said listen these men are not drunk as you suppose hallelujah yeah they was drunk they was under the unction of the holy ghost hallelujah but they wasn't drunk with wine hallelujah but they was drunk of the spirit. Hallelujah. I'm getting excited. I got to calm down. I got to teach this. Hallelujah. But they was drunk of the spirit. Hallelujah. Peter said, no, these men are not drunk as you suppose, but this is the Holy Ghost that was prophesied, was was curtailed, was prophesied by the prophet Joel that he will pour out his spirit on all mankind, on all flesh. And your daughters and your sons will prophesy. Old men will have vision and young men will have dreams. He said, this is the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. He said, listen, this is what God is doing in them. They said, Peter, what must we do? Listen, the Bible said, he said, all of you need to repent. That's the first step of of the plan of salvation, you must repent. Listen, that means you got to turn 180, not 360. Because if, if you make a circle and if you turn 360, you're going back in the same position. You must take a 180. That means you must repent of your sins. You must repent of everything that you have done. Not, not sorrowful and just say, okay, Lord, I got caught and I'm sorry. And then go back. No, no. Repentance is when you let it go. And you don't go back to it. Hallelujah. He said, all of you need to repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus, not Father and Son and Holy Ghost. Now, I know some of you saying, hold on. But in the book of Matthew, chapter 19, uh, in verse 28, it says, go and baptize all of them in the Father and in the Son and the Holy Ghost. You are absolutely right. But the name is Jesus, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. That is titles. But you must go down in his name. We're going to go over to Colossians chapter 3. Hallelujah. Verse 17, it said, whatever you do in word and deed, do it all in the name of Jesus. Listen, you must go down in Jesus name. Listen, I don't want to go down in no other name. When I didn't have the revelation, I did go down in Father and Son and Holy Ghost. But when the Lord opened my eyes and I got into this word for myself, I realized that I needed to go down in this name. Listen, we pray in his name. Uh huh. We read the scripture in his name. Hallelujah. And if you ain't careful, folks cuss in his name. That's a terrible thing, but that's a different conversation for a different day. But we do everything in his name. Why not go down in his name? Why not go down in the man name who shed his blood, who died on the cross? We know that scripture, John and John chapter three, verse 16, for God loved the whole world. What did he do? He gave his son. Hallelujah. The spirit of God is just God. Hallelujah. It said those who worship him must worship him spirit and true. God is a spirit. Hallelujah. But he sent his son, which was in the 
flesh. Uh-huh. He was pregnant. Uh, Mary was pregnant with him. How did she get pregnant? By a man? No. She was overshadowed by the Holy Ghost. So listen, you need to go down in that name. You need some power. Not only the evidence come with tongues, but guess what? This comes with power. The Bible said, after you have received the Holy Ghost, then you should receive power. Listen, you have power to live this life. You have power to walk this life. You have power to let go of anything that's not like you. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is a guider. Not only it comes with tongues, that's the evidence of knowing a person have tongues. But listen, you got to be careful because everybody who speak in tongues ain't speaking under the unction of the Holy Ghost. It's some people who speak in demonic tongues. So you got to know your word. That's why I say it's vital important for you to get in your word. It's vital important for you to read this thing for yourself because the Bible said there's many voices out here. There's many false prophets amongst you. And if you don't know the word of God, you will believe it. Now, listen, I'm not saying everybody is false because I ain't false, but it is some false prophets. It is some false preachers out here. Everybody on social media now, everybody on YouTube and Zoom and uh, uh, podcasts and Spotify, you hear many of voices, but you got to know the voice of God. Hallelujah. And your first step is repenting. Your second step, yeah, you confess with your mouth and you believe, but you go farther, you repent. Hallelujah. Then you go down in his name. Hallelujah. Then you tarry. Tarry means you just wait. You wait on the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You speak his name. You worship him, spirit and truth. You get under uh, a believers. If the, if you can't find a church home, get around people who's believing God, who's, who's living the life that they proclaim. Listen, we're going to go over to Matthew 12 and verse 33. The Bible said, you will know the tree by the fruit. Listen, is it any proof in your fruit? I'm a fruit expector. So people don't listen to what you say. They watch your lifestyle. Are you showing the fruit? that you're saved because I find out everybody who say they saved and sanctified, you know, everybody's saying, and now I'm saved, I'm sanctified, I'm Holy Ghost filled, water baptized, but you see them acting the opposite. We have the divine nature. If you have the spirit of God, it's some things that you shouldn't say. It's some places you shouldn't go. It's some things that you shouldn't just talk about. I have found out that many people stand there saved, but their fruit is not matching up with their words. Your message is coming out of your mouth, but your motto is not displaying what you saying. Hallelujah. That's just like if you go to the store and you know you see the models. They have the, the uh, models up there, the dials, and they have the clothes on there. She's modeling that outfit. Uh-huh. But when she opened her mouth, her, her, her mouth is not speaking that. Hallelujah. So you cannot say that I'm saved and you, you going out and you cussing and you acting a scene and you all in Walmart showing your color and all this and all that. And you saying this and saying that, but you saying I'm still saved. The devil is a liar. The Bible said there's a way seeming right unto man, but the end is death. Listen, you have to live the life that you are proclaiming because people are not watching your words, but they're watching your action. The Bible says the tree is known by the fruit. If the tree is good, it's going to bear good fruit. If the tree is bad, it's going to have bad fruit. It's going to be rotten. The book of James said, listen, uh, <laughs> water and salt, listen, salt water and dirty water and good water can't come out the 
same faucet. Hallelujah. The Bible said either you're going to make the tree good or it's going to be bad. So listen, we cannot proclaim to be saved and acting like the world. We cannot proclaim to say, oh, I'm of God. Oh, I, I love God. What's wrong with you? But you act in the opposite. We have his divine nature. You cannot talk any kind of way and say, I am saved. You cannot do that. Uh-huh. Now, listen, when you first get saved, you got to learn how to live right. You got to learn how to talk right. You got to learn how to, you know, uh, uh, live a certain way. That's why you need to get in your word and you have to be under those who are people of the gospel, people or uh, uh, who's living the life that they're proclaiming. You got to get under Bible teaching. Uh-huh. You got to learn this walk. This is a journey. Yes, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to do things that you are not do. And God will forgive you. However, you shouldn't continue after 10 years still talking in a way that you know that's not of God. You still shouldn't be sucking on the bottle after 15, 20 years, you in the church. You should be eating some meat by now. Hallelujah. You should be, somebody should be able to see your fruit after 20 years. Hallelujah. That's just like if you would walk in the store and you would see a 15-year-old got a bottle up to his mouth. That's natural. You would say, what's wrong with this kid? Something really wrong. That's the same with the spirit man. Hallelujah. It comes a point of time where you 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 done with the cussing, you done with the fussing, you done with the clubbing. Hallelujah. You you can't say I'm still saved and living outside of God's will. And that's why I said we have to get back to the original intent of God. We have to get back to the Bible because everything goes now. Everything goes. You can do what you want, how you want, when you want to, it's your thing, do what you want to do. The devil is a lie. You're supposed to show the fruits of God. When you walk in a room, they should know it's something different about you. Now, they might not know you say, but they know it's something about you that is different. What is that? Because I, I, I'm walking as a believer. I'm a saint of God. I'm walking as a Christian. I'm anointed. I'm anointed and appointed for this time of season. You're supposed to be different. Hallelujah. You can't be witnessing to folks who love the world and you're doing the same thing they're doing. They ain't going to even receive you because you're doing the same thing they're doing. So it come a point of time, people of God, brother and sister, that we have to live the life that we're proclaiming. Too many people proclaiming to be saved and living the opposite. Too many people are proclaiming to be sanctified and 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 their message is not modeling what they look like. They and when I say what they look like in the spirit realm, Hallelujah! Yeah, you might come in with your with your pants sagging. You might come in with your breasts hanging out and mini skirt. Yeah, come in that way, but you don't supposed to stay that way because you're supposed to grow up in the Word of God. And I know people saying, "Oh, you know, uh, 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 it, it, it's about the souls, not clothes." Listen, the devil is a liar. I'm saying it's you supposed to look different. Hallelujah. You don't never see Chicago Bears uh, uniforms on, on, on the Green Bay Packers, do you? Why? Because that's not their apparel. Their apparel is they, they outfit. You ain't going to never see the Green Bay Packers with no Chicago uniform on. You have to look different. Hallelujah. You cannot stay in the position that you came in the church. You can't stay that way. You can't stay with a nasty attitude and hateful and, and, and judging people and looking down. That is not of God. 
Hallelujah. The Bible said they will know you by the love that you show. Hallelujah. They ain't going to know you about how much you preach and how much you feed the poor and God, I did this and God, I did that. No, they're going to know you by the love that you show, by your example, by your fruit. The Bible said in Galatians, we're going to go over there, Galatians 5, those who walk in the spirit do the things of the spirit. Those who have the flesh, guess what? You're going to do the things of the flesh. Uh huh. You're going to want to do fleshly things. Why? Because you haven't fully submit. So it's a lot of people who gave the pastor their right hand, but guess what? They're not living the life that they proclaim. It's a lot of people who, who said, you know, I got the Holy Ghost, but you're not living so. And that's not of God. Hallelujah. People of God, we, we have to go back to the original intent of God's word. We have to go back to the basics. And it's sad to say some people are teaching who needs to be taught. Hallelujah. We living in a generation now that you cannot correct people. You cannot tell them, no, honey, you can't do this. What do you mean I can't do this? I'm grown. You're not grown as God. Hallelujah. If you want to be taught the word of God, you got to sit down and listen. You got to humble yourself. I found out the way up is humbling yourself. You got to be like Jesus. Now, you said you were a father. You a follower of Jesus. But you snapping and you cussing and acting fool in the Walmart, or you snapping and cussing wherever you are. But you of Jesus, Jesus didn't say a mumbling word. Sometimes you gotta be quiet. You gotta close your mouth and let God fight your battle. You don't gotta prove nothing to nobody but to God. Hallelujah! But you gotta walk so because we are living in a day and age. What are we showing our children? What are we showing our grandchildren? Listen, God want to raise up some Ezekiel's. God want to raise up some John the Baptist. God want to raise up some Esther's. God want to raise up some Ruth. But who do they got as they example? Can they look at you and say, wow, I, I, I want that God that he got. I want that God that she got. Can they look at you and say that? Can they uh, grab fruit off of your spiritual tree and say it's something different? Hallelujah. She's not a woman who judged people and looked down, but she showed compassion. She showed love to all mankind. She's not a backbiter. She gonna gossip. Uh-huh. See, we pick out the sins that we want, and then the other sins, we tuck them under. Uh-huh. But all of that is not of God. Sin and gossiping and, and backbiting and talking about folks and looking down on folks, that's not of God. Drinking and smoking and putting things in your temple. Don't you know when you went down in his name, if you did, don't you know when you gave God his, your hand, when you gave the pastor your hand, don't you know uh, you were supposed to let go of all of that? And yes, it's a process, but it's a point in time where you should stop that foolishness because you're supposed to be representing God. You no longer represent you. Uh-huh. You've been bought by a price, and that price was his precious blood. Don't you know that your temple is the temple of the Holy Ghost? Hallelujah. You can't sit at the table of God and then get up and sit at the table of the devil. That's contrary. The Bible said either you will love one, cling to the other, or you would despise one and hate the other. Which one is it going to be? You can't straddle the fence. Hallelujah. See, this is not popular. They ain't talking about holiness no more. Uh huh. They just talking about give your riches, give, give what you give, do what you do. Don't let your right hand know what your left hand. No. The Bible said holiness, 
which no man will see the Lord. Holiness is separate from sin and one with God. Everybody's saying they're different, but they're not living different. You can't tell me you're different and you live in the same way as the heathens living. How are you different? That's what I want to know. Where's your fruit? Is it any is it any fruit in the fruit? Do you got any fruit in your future? Because this world is a hot mess. It's a spirit of murdering on the land. It's a spirit of demonic forces. You can't listen to Beyonce and expect to get in the presence of God. I'm sorry to tell you, you can't do it. You can't dance to Cardi B and think you're going to be able to dance before the Lord. I'm sorry to tell you, you're not going to be able to do it. You can't do it. You got to please God. Hallelujah. It's time out for proclaiming to be saved, but living the opposite. We have to show this generation. We have to show this next booming generation, this X millennium we gotta show them you gotta live pleasing unto God you gotta live righteous unto God you're not proving yourself to anyone but God but it's a way the Bible said in Proverbs there's a way seeming right now to man but the end is death the end is destruction yeah it might seem right to you to be able to listen to uh, R&B and rap and all of this and then listen to a little gospel ain't nothing wrong with that no it might seem right but that's not biblical that's why you can't go with what's going on in in, in, in the world today you can't go on with that because the world so ain't nothing wrong with that but the Bible said if you walk in the spirit you're going to desire the things of the spirit listen we're going to continue on talking about obedience we're going to continue on talking about the things of god i am out of time but never out of the word god bless you in jesus name